Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of them, them, their Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team ever. He is an inebriator in an era in which it is awesome. He's a scientist indeed. It's DPP. I helped PC Tunney get inebriated on the golf course yesterday, but nobody cares about me. We got, we got him. For you today, we have too many guests. You may only have four or five more words left on this podcast. AJ Belaz is also here. He's got trivia. He's funky. He's fresh. We're both drinking screwball because we're a couple of screwballs. AJ, how the hell are you? Always good. Hard at work. Hardly working. That's why I got the screwball. Because the Brits are coming. Everybody take fucking cover. British are coming. (laughs) The British invasion. They are ready to duke it out. Let's start off with... The big fish, 
both of them are from across the pond, but we'll start with the big fish. Darren, Mags, Kirkby. Mr. Kirkby, how the hell are you? Yeah, I'm good. I am today. I'm the northern big fish because we've got the southern big fish here as well. Yeah, I, I always get heartbeat on this show because you, behind the scenes, you guys do that intro live, so we get to live it instead of like just being on the standard podcast where it's added afterwards. I get to get heart with that intro, so yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing. Yeah, listeners are just stuck with that. It's the only, one of the only good things we do. All right, let's <laughs> the other half of the British invasion. He is, he is... He is, oh, let's be honest, he is a mentor of mine. He is one that got me and DP really kicked off in the right direction. One of the best wrestling interviewers that I know. He still is uh, rocking it with the dad cast. He is the one man with, what do you got, a half Instagram now? Still half, still half, man. Still half an Instagram. He is a legend, though, in his own right. He is Kenny Killa. Kenny, it's so great to see your face again, man. How the hell are you? I am good. It's good to be back on the show. DWI podcast always repping. Oh, man, I tell you what, I always love coming on. I always love coming on. And the kind words that you guys always say, you know, it's yeah, I appreciate it. So, thank you know, thanks for that. But I'm good. I'm happy. You know, we've got a mad wrestling week this week. So, you know, let's get it on. The Southern Spice is here, you know, here with the Northern, the Northerner. <laughs> so, yeah, British Invasion. I had to take the opportunity to bring the two of you together on one podcast here. And, uh, you know, two, two of my favorite guys that, that do a great job at what they do. So we can't wait for it today. Um, yeah. Why don't we get right into it right away? DP, you got sound. I also have sound, dude. Come on now. Let's not start this war here. Oh, bro. Well, it's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers... He goes to fucking AEW. All right. That's where I'm at right now. This, this is going to be fun for about five minutes, and then everybody's going to go, oh, yeah, he's in AEW. Okay. That's where I'm at. I don't want to fucking rain on anybody's parade. Christopher Platt was there last night. It was pretty fucking awesome to watch. Mags, you and I kind of started this conversation a little bit right before we got the show going. Let's just go around the horn. How'd you feel when you watched it last night, and what are your expectations moving forward for one? Chicago made punk. I thought it was awesome. I really, I mean, we all knew it was happening. It was the worst kept secret in wrestling. And I think they played it to perfection. I think if they would have brought him out at the end of the show, we would have had an hour of the crowd just ruining everything. Um, I think giving him the, that 20 minutes to, to really soak in the atmosphere, I thought it was a, a really good um a really good introduction back to the world of punk. I mean, I missed the whole punk train when I was out of wrestling, uh, so I didn't really have that kind of a, a fetching film that uh, a lot of the wrestling community has. But I know he did some bits. He did some bits in wrestling. I, I, I can I can give him that, even though he has blocked me on Twitter for God knows why. Uh, but yeah, that it was a cool it was a cool intro. It really was. Just it for me it overshadowed. The fact that we got Kira Hogan on AEW pro, uh, programming as well. Wow, two big intros in one. Amazing. He's a he's a sensitive chap, as you guys. Would I've like. never mentioned him at all ever on Twitter, and I'm blocked by him. It's really he wants you to mention him. I don't know, Kenny. That's what do you? Probably it. <laughs> it's probably because we're British, bro. Yeah. They don't, they're not ready for us, man. They're not ready for us in Chicago. Now, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I loved it. 
you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of Punk. Um, you know, um, when he was at WWE. Um, yeah, I, I still harbor some stuff around AEW, which I'm just trying to still figure in my head, whether it's because I'm just so, you know, born, born up in WWE and, uh, you know, it's best for business having AEW around, whether having Punk as part of AEW is another thing. It's, um, so I'm kind of toying with that at the moment. I'm just hoping that this is a good thing for them. He's not overshadowing anyone else and we're not just getting tna or wcw where they're just flooded with wwe guys and they forget about darby allen jungle boy all of their guys um you know if you look at tna back in 2005 when they had um you know samoa joe um you know angle sting and you had you know aj you had those guys they were prominent until hogan came in and then everyone came in and it was just the end so i'm just hoping that this is just a good move to help get the other guys over he's already facing off with darby allen Let's just take it there and take it one step at a time. Um, but yeah, that pop, madness, absolute madness. 100%. AJ, Kenny does not want to see the second coming of the main event mafia. What are your thoughts on CM Punk <laughs> last night? <laughs> Forward. I'm usually not the CM Punk fan, but I like the fact that they did it early. So like you said, Mags, they didn't ruin the show. They didn't like chant CM Punk the entire time and ruined three or four matches along the way. And the pop was amazing. I'm not denying it. And plus, they got gluten-free CM Punk ice cream bars. Oh, God. <laughs> Every, everyone in the audience got an ice cream bar just for CM Punk. Cause I want my ice cream bar so full of fucking gluten that they can barely close the goddamn wrapper. That's how much gluten I want in my ice cream. <laughs> it's, a I knew fuck, that. it's like, oh, my God. It's like you go, to, you go to McDonald's and you order a salad and a Diet Coke. Like, the Diet Coke is not good. Man, you should have just got the salad and a water or something. I don't know. Pretty you keep much. going. I'm going to be off the rails today. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as much of a, I can't say a CM Punk naysayer, but like, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I understand his impact and everything, even though he's on AEW. Um, it, it works. It helps. It will help AEW go forward because everyone loves CM Punk, and it's kind of like the Field of Dreams thing where it's like. Build it and they will come. Yeah, build build CM Punk into this building and all the wrestling fans will come. So it'll work out and we might see Daniel Bryan too. Yeah, gosh. You know, Dan, the problem with this is now this is three more fucking wrestling hours I have to pay attention to every single week. I was perfectly okay with AEW just being this piece of shit run company that grabs these secondary guys that lose to drop off. But now Punk's there. You got to watch it. Daniel Bryan's coming in. I mean... DP, we'll start this and start with you going around the horn. What is your biggest hesitation with Punk being in AEW? And what's the one thing you'd like to see with Punk being in AEW? Oh, boy. Um, well, the one thing that uh, is, again, they're overwatering their roster and they're bringing in all these other guys. And just like you said, Kenny, it's it's going to turn into WCW really quickly if this is where we're, where we're going with it. I'd like to see him put over some of the younger guys. I know he's going after Darby Allen first, which is nice. Um, but you have to, they have to do it in a way where you keep it focused on the younger talent. Like if he's there to put over some of the younger talent to make them look better, great. I love CM Punk. I, I'm, I'm happy to see him back, but. It's the whole thing where you're losing all that young talent. That was the whole reason for AEW was to put this focus on the young talent. And then here we are bringing in all these old guys. Okay, well, 
make sure you keep that focus on the young talent. Um, that's where I'd like to see Punk go and stay if that's if that's where he's going to be. And it sounds like he's going to be on all the shows, so that's great. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, it's another couple hours of shows to watch um, until you get tired of it again because it's AEW, and right now I can't, I just can't get into it enough. But Punk is a reason to watch, and that's one of the big things that you know. You said you hated it and you wanted to see him in WWE PC, but it's giving you a reason to watch AEW now, isn't it? So. Mags, I know you're looking forward to Punk having feuds with guys such as like Christian, Mark Henry, and The Big Show. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Mags, oh, wow. from the, the, the worst thing about AEW programming this week was when Big Show was coming. Oh, he's coming back. Definitely. And it was against QT Marshall. I mean, that's the storyline we've all been clamoring for. We all want to see QT Marshall versus Big Show. Just the crowd went mild. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can totally see uh, um, uh, DPP's points. The fact that they're bringing in so many big-name talents. Yeah, it's cool. We all get to see these dream matches, but it gets crowded at the top. And you don't bring in guys like Punk and Brian and potentially Adam Cole to to be in the mid-card. These are all going to be people you want to put at the top of your, uh, your card. You want to put titles on them. And that then pushes back guys like Page, pushes back guys like Darby Allen, uh, even someone like Miro, who's uh, kind of struggled at the beginning of his AEW run. Now he's kind of getting some momentum. You bring in like these upper echelon talents and he's back down the card. So, yeah, I can I can see they, they're walking a kind of WCW-style tightrope now for me. Um, I don't want them to be bringing in too many more huge names because it's just going to, like I said, it's going to dilute the pool that's there. Uh, the whole point of AWE is that it's an alternative to WWE, not becoming WWE from five, ten years ago. Kenny? Yeah, um, you know, I mirror what DPP says. It's like, as long as Punk has an assignment to help get the others over, help with creative and all that kind of stuff, and it's not the Punk show, Punk is punk. Everyone loves him. So no matter what happens, he will get a rating. He will get a pop, whatever. But what about your Jungle Boys? What about your paid? Like, they need the pop. They need, you know, to get over it. And for me, you know, I was saying to um, one of my boys that there there should have been, like, a structure in AEW in terms of what their, their aims are. You know, get Paige over. Make Paige the ace. That's one of them. Make, um, move um, Darby Allen to mid-card champion. That's another. And get Jungle Boy over. That's another. That's first phase done. Second phase now. Get Darby to that upper echelon. And then move Jungle Boy up to that mid-card you know, champion kind of role. And bring others through. Just like Miro. You know, just like Britt Baker. Keep bringing them fit or in them through. But using guys like Christian and, you know, and Punk and Jericho to get those guys over. The thing with Jericho and MJF at the moment is amazing. That's what needs to happen because MJF is still young and he is going to be the best heel for a number of years. But if he's not going to, you know, kind of get that support from the other guys, then it's not going to happen. So I'm just hoping that's what happens. Um, but again, like I mentioned earlier, I'm still struggling. Similar like DPP, I am struggling to, um, I'm into it, but I'm not, deep diving in because i still have obviously love for wwe but i just need to not be um competitive about it because it's best for wrestling it's best for fans having these two different options so i just need to be cool with it and it's you know and it's fine but yeah i just uh i just don't want it diluted too much um and i want to see the jungle boys and the darby allens i want to see new people i don't want to see people that i've seen over and over again um because i know they're already over 
Yeah, to your point, him coming in and starting right away working with Darby Allen, very smart, right? Mm-hmm. The, these two guys can put on a, a great program. Who knows how long it lasts? He he also puts Britt Baker over right away when he comes out on the microphone. He said, you guys make me feel like Britt Baker in Pennsylvania, right? So he went out of his way to pick someone that he knew was – I mean, you, if you don't think that TM Punk is telling them what he wants to do, you're fucking crazy, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean – Honestly, he's been talking with Tony Khan for a year and a half, and they knew he wasn't coming back without people in the crowd. That would just have been stupid, right? To a bunch of LED screens or like five, ten people or a half a crowd or whatever, because what we witnessed last night was just amazing. AJ, before I get a one-question answer to finish this topic out, why don't you give us your last thoughts here on CM Punk? I completely agree with the whole making some comparisons with WCW. Because when I started watching it, it was around the end. So you had Billy Kidman do his promo against Hulk Hogan saying, hey, what about the little guys? You know, the guys that have been here that are, yeah. Do you think that was worse that Billy Kidman fucked up his wrestling career or that he didn't stay with Tori Wilson? Which one do you think is worse? Like, he was up there. He was (laughs) doing really good. He didn't stay with Tori Wilson. He's still still making money in the wrestling. But, like, he was up there. He's like, oh, this could be one of the next. And then then that happened. Or do you think it was in his mind at all? The wrestling that, or Tori that, Wilson? That dude was punching well above his weight. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you know kidding what? me? You know when he might... was with Tori, he was already a world champion. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well but, yeah, I just had to bring that thought up. Go ahead, AJ, finish. But, but with the entire thing, to the point where, you know, you got Punk, potentially Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, you got the American Dragon possibly coming. Also rumors of Buddy Murphy, too. And you're just, like, kind of stacking the top. And then, you know, it'll turn into, like, 1999-2000 WCW, where it's like, well, what about the homegrown guys that have been here since who knows when? Or maybe I made, like, a start in the indies, but I I can't get anywhere because of the names from WWF. So hopefully it doesn't turn into that. Hopefully they actually do get some talent going in, like Kenny and Mag said. Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, all those guys, you can hype up, you can make them either TNT or world champion at some point down the road, and you have the homegrown boys with the names, and it just works where, you know, kind of like, yeah, there's a heel and there's a face, you can do this, you can do that, it, it, it can work, it's just you need to execute it perfectly. Well, and that's pretty much everybody's hesitation is AEW's execution with this. All right, guys, Darby Allen's the first match for CM Punk. Just one word answer around the horn. Who is the second program with DP? <laughs> um, I'd have to look at a roster. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking WWE Mark. You just sit there and be quiet. Megs. <laughs> You're going to want to put gold on him pretty soon. Miro. I'd put him in a program with Miro. Kenny? Yeah, see, my first thoughts was he should have been um, fucked up by Miro straight away, It like on Rampage, to get, because they missed the opportunity of getting some mad heat, some mm-hmm. real mad heat, you know? Um, so, but yeah, I'm going to say Miro. AJ? I'm going to say the next program, since he's facing Darby, Sting. What? Who wants to see a Sting versus Punk match? I don't want to see Sting at all. 
Like, yeah. not even in the capacities he's in now. I, 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 I don't blame Big Show much first. Right, but there's like <laughs> Tony Khan there. probably wants to see that, and you know it'll draw a number on pay per view. The problem that AEW also has is like they're gonna have a hard time selling these pay per views. Like more than ever, you can watch shit for free, you know, by nefarious means, and you're getting you're getting WWE pay per views for two dollars and fifty cents a month. And you got to go out and spend sixty dollars to watch Punk wrestle one match. Oh, dude, you know, dude, they'll sell it. They'll sell it. Dude, listen, this whole whole thing is WWE's problem. This is the thing. It's WWE's fault why this is all happening because their failures to raise new, make new stars and got too complacent, and it's just gone one way for so long that everyone wanted an alternative, whatever that alternative was, and it just so happened that the alternative came from wrestlers. Sorry to cut you. Um. Um. Yeah, but it's yeah, just, yeah, I just feel that. Man, real fucking deep. But they'll sell it. I, I'm sorry, but they will sell it. They'll do anything because the intrigue is there and it's going to be there. The more new people, the more these guys come in, the more intrigue there's going to be and the more people will pay for this stuff. But what, what won't happen is they won't get to the, the upper echelons of where they need to actually battle WWE because there's not enough wrestling fans to do it. One's a wrestling company and one's a you know, a global, you know, mega power. It's not even a wrestling company anymore. It's a it's a global media company, basically. But that, I, Punk said that in his he said that in his promo that he quit wrestling in two thousand five. Because that whole period was he was a sports entertainer, he wasn't a wrestler. WWE they whitewashed the wrestling out of their company. It is sports entertainment. They're they're not competing with AEW. They're competing with Disney or Marvel or just these massive entertainment companies. Uh, Wrestling is just a byproduct of what they do. You know, I can't disagree with that, gentlemen. Uh, Excellent conversation here on CM Punk. Uh, We got Darren Mags Kirkby, the big fish. You can check them out, all sorts of fucking podcasts everywhere. I mean, uh, Change in Attitude's been excellent. You guys have been knocking it out of the park. Um, Ori gave me some shit this morning while listening to Pod is War on Twitter. Uh, Kenny, so glad you're back here with us. Folks, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back very soon. We're going to talk about SummerSlam. Right now, you're listening to DWI Podcast, episode 288. My God. Uh, yeah, ChairShot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Kenny, why don't you uh, do this promo for me? This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Yes, Christopher Platt, indeed. He was he was there last night at Rampage uh, with his former Happy Hour Wrestling Podcast brother and uh, Big John. Um, so I can't wait, folks. You're going to want to listen in to all the shows that Chris is on this week and get his perspective from what was happening. Um, Chris will have a great perspective for you. He's been to multiple WrestleManias. He's been to multiple different big shows from different companies. So you will get the 
God's honest truth from Christopher Platt on where that pop and where that segment stands in wrestling history in his mind. And I think that's a really credible opinion. So make sure you're checking out at least pot is war coming up this Thursday, everything chair shot radio network. You know, you can find it on all your favorite streaming platforms, gentlemen, SummerSlam. My goodness. What a card. 10 matches, I believe maybe 11. Now I'm not sure. Uh, let's just get into the, let's, let's not cover the, bury the lead here. Kenny, I'm going to start with you. Roman Reigns, John Cena. Is there, what are the chances of John Cena walking out as 17-time champ? Zero. God, that's why I love you. This is why we get along. DP, ring the bell. <laughs> um, zero because, um, again, my main issue with WWE is the, their failure to, you know, kind of give new stars a chance, gives people a chance to make them, you know, make a, a name for themselves, a real chance, you know. Um, and get off this kind of old stereotype of the guys have to be big to actually be a star. Um, and it just happens again. They keep bringing in old guys, old guys, old guys, old guys. Um, so I think that they need to give people time, um, which means that Roman Reigns needs to hold it. I'm not really give it to a part-timer. There's no point with that anymore. Megs, jump in there. I, I, I so want to agree. I really do, because I want this Roman Reigns uh, run to go all the way to Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania Hollywood. But WWE are going to WWE, aren't they? They have to. Uh, we've <laughs> had Ric Flair turning up in another Ooh. company, eating pie on a train. This dude's all over the show. <laughs> yeah. I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> I will never retire. I told you guys. I said it. I joking, breaking news. I don't even know what fucking show it was on, but I was like, "Oh, guys, guess what? Ric Flair versus Nick Aldis for the NWA Championship ain't so far fucking fetched, now, is it?" He's, he's on the <laughs> show really for, for the yeah. anniversary. He's booked. Right. Yeah, but um, with WWE putting out the they put out a, a tweet recently about uh, Cena and and uh, Rick being level. If Cena wins the title, he becomes the new goat stuff like that. That's the WWE way. Well, we're pissed off at Rick. Guess what? We're taking away your record. Uh, so I can see it happening, but I don't want to see it happening. So yeah, but I'm gonna go with my heart and say Roman has to return. For all the reasons that, that Kenny said, because he's the star of the show. AJ? Uh, even though Ric Flair didn't hold it 16 times, he held it 23. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you say that I, WWE don't tell the truth. How oh dare my God. How I dare know. Officially. You know, when, when he loses it in Puerto Rico on a Saturday and wins it back on a Sunday, comes back to the States <laughs> and no one even fucking knew it happened. I don't know necessarily that it counts, buddy. <laughs> Oh, no, it totally does, because he didn't have it for a day. You know, they were, like, doing some Colombian bam-bam, you know. You are the brothers, but, bro. I really am. But, <laughs> yeah, no, there's just there's no way Cena is winning this, in my mind. I, I think you have to carry this on. If you really think that you're getting that bland and you need a title change to be, like, a little more exciting, you got Big E with the case. He can do that if you really want to, but I'd rather see him do it with the WWE title. Well, Dan, that's the funny thing is, what do you do if Cena wins? Where does he give it back, right? Because Roman's the guy you want with the belt, unless he's going to do some kind of movie we don't know about. That's like the only thing I could think of, right? DP, what do you, what do you think here? Round out this Cena reigns uh, 
can Cena win this championship conversation? But, but before we get to that, uh, Rock versus Cena at the next WrestleMania thrice in a lifetime. Be better than Punk versus Darby Allen. Uh, I think if Roman Reigns went up to Vince McMahon right now and said, hey, I got a movie thing, I got to go away for a month or two, he'd go, fuck you. <laughs> because it ain't <laughs> fucking happening right now. Uh, I, I suppose he's even got his cousin out there who should probably be spending a little bit of time uh, figuring out, yeah. you know, focusing on what he shouldn't do anymore, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so... I had, you know, at the beginning of this, I thought, you know, there's a small percentage that Cena could win this thing. But after SmackDown, I, I don't know how you can say it's any more than 0% because Roman Reigns put his career on the line. He said he would leave WWE if he loses. He just took away. Yeah, I know. He's not going to leave for a movie. There's no fucking way. I don't think Vince would let him leave right now in this run that they're having. That's crazy. That's my that's my take on that. Like that just took away all the mystique of this match for me when he put this yeah, th- his career on the line. I didn't like well, <laughs> the champ he should record Paul Heyman doing it and then run that track and come out to that. That'd be awesome. Or a Heyman turn. John, finally, John Cena turns heel, and every time he comes out, it's just Paul Heyman doing his music. Do, 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 do. Like, goddamn Paul. You know, gives whole new meaning to Cuckoo Cachoo, I Am the Walrus. A little music from the walrus there. Anyway, uh, where were we? SummerSlam. Hey, you brought up the WWE Championship, right? And I said it on Wednesday night when we recorded. I'm like, Although the problem I have now is this stupid shit they're doing with Corbin is driving me nuts stealing the briefcase. But I would love to have seen Big E cash in at SummerSlam leading to a match with Goldberg with Big E, right? And Bobby Lashley can always bring it around. I don't, I don't know. Where do you guys see with this Goldberg and Bobby Lashley? Let's let's let the uh, let's let the guests ponder this for a second. And and DP Lashley Goldberg. What are the odds Goldberg walks out with the title? Uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to in this match is that it's that it'll be over. <laughs> it'll be over soon and very quickly. With the crowd or done? With the what? Over with the crowd or over like done? <laughs> over and done. <laughs> done, please. I don't see Goldberg having any chance in winning this match. This is just another spot for Lashley to to show off more of his dominance. He, t- he wins with the spear over Goldberg's spear. And, uh, you know, we move on to the next thing that Lashley has until we get to WrestleMania. Kenny? Yeah, um, I echo the same thoughts, man. Um, Goldberg has literally just been called That's up true. to help. Um, yeah, called up to help uh, Lashley get over um, his strength. Yeah, that's it. Another big guy. Lashley, man. Megs? I'm going to do it again, aren't I? I'm going to throw a spanner in the works and just piss everybody off. I think, <laughs> I think Goldberg might win this. Go ahead. Anytime it's it's like uh, Candyman and uh, Beetlejuice. You say Goldberg <laughs> three times, the music comes on. I, I honestly do think he might win, though. Because he's he's uh, said that his contract's for another two matches. They've got the Saudi Arabia show coming up again uh, pretty soon. 
yeah, I just everything's saying to me that Goldberg's going to beat Bobby Lashley, and I hate, I hate everything about that. He's 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 literally playing to an audience of two: Vince McMahon and his fifteen-year-old son Gageberg. It's just ridiculous. But we're going to see, we're going to see him as champion again. Oh. WrestleMania 45 main event is is Gage Goldberg <laughs> against Dominic Mysterio. AJ, what are your <laughs> thoughts on Goldberg possibly walking out with the title? You know, Mags brings up a very good argument where he does actually have two matches left in the bag, and he can do a lot of stuff. Just not wrestling. Uh, or talk yeah. Can we just pay him oh, out? Come on, he couldn't wrestle since 1997. Like, he shows up on time. He still looks good. He he usually doesn't cut his head when he shaves it. He's he's a good father. Uh, but on that list is not wrestling a match or cutting a promo. Neither of those things are on the list of what Goldberg does well anymore. I'm a, anymore. Yeah, he I has know. been I able to wrestle for 24 yeah, years. What are you talking about? Right when it came out of my mouth, I was like, anymore wasn't necessarily needed. <laughs> I'm the WC. I was the kid that freaking did his entrance and everything. I know he can't wrestle. Come on, but he. It's more than the chance that Cena has. That's all I'm gonna say. I would like to see Bobby Lashley continue this reign. But there's a chance Goldberg could win it. We we, we could see Gageberg see his his superhero father win the championship again and hold it proud for his kid. I hope not. AJ, if, if, if it's true that he has two two matches left, then you would think that yeah, then you would think that it's a win and a and a loss. Yeah. He cannot lose two on the bounce when he's lost his last one. So. Yeah, but if he loses this one, he's lost two on the bounce. This is, yep. his whole and, career was built on win streaks, not loss streaks. Or I can't see this Goldberg with the creative control power that he seems to have saying, yeah, I'll, I'll put over Bobby just like I put over Drew. Nah, he wants to, he wants his dad to think he's a, his son to think his dad is a superhero. So he's mm-hmm. going to beat Bobby Lashley. Son, you see that I have trunks on just like Superman. You can have him too. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> God, son of a bitch. It's like, Dad, I don't want to wear your trunks. Um the 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 we they're going to Saudi though. Why not have Goldberg come in as a champion and let Lashley win it back there? I mean, that that makes sense as part of his contract, and then you give him another match, a retirement match at WrestleMania or whatever. I don't know, maybe against Big E. Because I know Big E, that's yeah. one of his dream matches is to wrestle Goldberg. Yeah, when Saudi. October. Uh, October. Or, yeah, yeah, after Extreme Rules, September, October, Saudi, and then, obviously, November. Yeah, I, I, I think Goldberg wins this, wins in Saudi, then drops it in America on the last fight of his deal. I think he'll get that huge Saudi pop, get that huge Saudi paycheck, and then ride his Harley and sidecar into the sunset. Goldberg versus Jinder. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, you just mentioned gender. I'm pretty sure I just heard the kingpin just get an erection. <laughs> but that's the state. That's the state of WWE, though. That is. That's the funny thing. Like we're mentioning Goldberg, we're mentioning Lesnar, we're mentioning all these guys. The Rock. That is a state of WWE. Like that is the state of it. That we have to mention them, and we can't mention. We can't mention anyone else. You got Corbin being a hobo. You got. You know, Biggie running around with the case, you know, and he's 
he's he's not a, they're not treating him like a serious competitor. It's like that is the state of WWE at the moment. And that's why it does piss me off sometimes when I, I don't I haven't watched Raw for weeks because it's I I cannot sit there and watch that show for three fucking hours. I'm not gonna do it. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. It's just that's it's what, not. That's what DVR is for. That's why you record it and fast forward through the Mate, shit you don't. I'm not watch. even gonna. I'm not even gonna skip. I'm not even gonna skip. I'm just not gonna waste my time at all because it's just it is shit. <laughs> like I can't. I just can't. Breaking news: Kenny Killer is done with fucking Raw. He Kenny Killer says fuck <laughs> Raw. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody you want to shit on, Kenny? So, so you don't want to see me with the WWE Championship. All right, Kenny Killer, you're next. <laughs> it's like the rant that I used to do on my show. You remember that? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm done. All right, let's move away from the two title pictures on the men's side, and let's talk about the women's side. Specifically, I want to start with do you guys almost believe in 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 Nikki, or or do you really believe in Nikki? Because because she almost thinks she's a superhero, but she's really not. Anybody want to jump in here? No, that was bad segue. Bag saved me. Yeah, I mean, this is not for us. <laughs> Nikki's Nikki's character is not for us, and this shows the direction that WWE are going. That this is for the this is for the kids. This is for someone for the little girls to look up to, and it's gone down like a fart in church. Nobody is, is interested in this. I feel so sorry for Nikki Cross because she's such a good worker, and she pitched this. She did all the artwork. She did all the stuff backstage to really kind of push it, and it, it's nobody nobody's interested, and it's it's sad. But I still think she's going to return because. They've started putting merch out for her now, and you've got to get that money while she can. Uh, Charlotte doesn't really need the title. I don't think Rhea's ready to get pushed back in that uh, title picture after she kind of dropped the ball with not really understanding how her own character was to uh, was to be portrayed. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think we might see Nikki return now and then drop it pretty soon afterwards. Well, first of all, damn you heathens crop dusting the parishioners at church okay first let's get that out of the way no we don't condone crop dusting in church to the parishioners uh maybe you got scared because you forgot your offering when the play collection plate came around and let something slip out but if you're doing it intentionally watch out man st peter's gonna have something to say to you at the pearly gates dp do you disagree with Because you feel like somebody else is gonna break rick flair's record other than john cena that's right it's gonna be the other flair that's gonna break Ric Flair's record is going to be Charlotte. I still stand by it. Uh, I don't think this is where she gets the next title reign because um, I, I agree with you, Bags, that you got to give Nikki a little bit longer with this, you know, that they got the merch and all that stuff, try and sell some of the stuff for the kids and everything and get some money, cash in while you can, and then uh, they can she can drop it shortly from here. But I don't think it's going to be a long title reign, but... I just think they need to get away from Flair and Ripley in any kind of feud right now because it hasn't been working since they started. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of these two is going to move over to SmackDown. I'm, I'm imagining there's the draft coming up soon, so one of them is going to move to SmackDown and split these guys up. Yeah, yeah Rhea Ripley, believe it or not, not. not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Kenny? Um, first off, apologise for my my uh, my British brother with the fart in church. It's just a uh, you know a number of British <laughs> phrases that we like to we like to punt we like to punt out, man. If you're not ready for it, it will yeah it will it, it it's not a good one. But this is just what we like sting to sting the senses. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, if you're not ready for it, it's, you're gonna get stung. Um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, this is a horrible feud. This is a horrible feud. It was all done weird. Charlotte. Ripley, the, the match was the matches were great. The storyline was dead. It just didn't make any sense. Fair enough. Good on Nikki. Good on Nikki for doing this because you have to believe in yourself. You have to trust in your ability. You have to go for it. You got to get the air, the ear of Vince and go for it. Otherwise, you ain't getting shit. So you know, fair enough. Good on her. But I don't like the the feud. She will retain. She should be where Nikki Bliss, where um sorry Alexa Bliss is right now. She should have that gimmick because of crazy Nikki. She did it better than anyone, so she might. Have, she should have just had that gimmick um, instead of the one that she has now. But fair enough. Good on her for doing this. Um, she's the champ. She's going to run with it for a few more, um, you know, pay-per-views. Um, so, yeah, she will retain. AJ, you got the same uh, thought line as the rest of these guys? Yeah, t- terrible lead-up to the feud. Nikki should win. But let's, let, let, let's talk about the better women's match. It's going on Alexa Bliss versus Ava Marie! Oh, and, oh, and, no. a, and a winking toothy doll. Yeah. <laughs> and there's I, the true uh, farting church. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is doing a better job than Bray did with that character. Oh, I said it. Take that. Ooh, ooh. Stick it in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Bye bye, Bray. I thought you were going to perfectly transition into Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. So, oh, right. We have a third. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. It's, it's Sasha Banks making her own women's uh, um, uh, wow Group? faction. Action. Couldn't think of the word. Don't know where the fuck it went, but it came back. Faction with with uh, Zelina Vega and Carmella. Is that what we're doing here? What like Team Boss from NXT that. again? <laughs> I hope not, man. I hope not. She should be bringing through younger talent, not those two. Like there's other women out there that would love to have that spot under Sasha. So I'm still hoping for Sasha Banks versus Mika Satamora at some, you know, oh. joint joint pay-per-view. But, yeah, that's never going to happen. But, yeah, she should really be bringing up the younger talent. Um, it's going to be a, a really, really interesting match, though. Um, really going to be an interesting match. I can't call it. I really can't. My head says that uh, Bianca will re- retain. Um, but my heart says Sasha uh, going with this new kind of direction. Um, as a heel. AJ? I, I feel as if, like, I, like again, what I said, the team bad and all that stuff, we don't really need, like, a reboot of it. Is it good or is it nice to see? Yeah, kind of. We don't really have, like, an all-women's faction anymore. We tried it before. Fell apart easily. But... Carmella and you got to be careful with the names, so you can't just go running around nicknaming girls' submission sorority when there's things like that on the internet, you know. I mean, yeah, exactly. uh, I don't know about you, but my peony just went, huh? <laughs> that's so Dan. Um, Dan, but... you do an ex Ray Romano, <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to see Bianca still hold on to to the title and see how far she can go with it. But just like Kenny, 
it's Sasha Banks. She usually pulls it off, especially in SummerSlam matches. She's usually good at SummerSlam. So it's very 50-50. I can't even gauge this myself. I want to say Bianca, but Sasha has a good chance as well. Magazine? Yeah, I think I've got to echo pretty much everyone's statements. Uh, This was arguably the best match on the WrestleMania uh, card. Why not go back to that well? Um, these two absolutely brought it, and I'm sure they're going to bring it again. Uh, I like the kind of like little nuances in in, in character change, but again, it's a it's a pick'em. I mean, I really want to see uh, uh, how far Bianca can go as champion, but I think Sasha going 0-2 uh, doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Um, I can see it being one on one, and then we get a rubber match later on down the line. Uh, maybe that's just the MMA guy in me uh, talking out loud there. But, yeah, for me, I, I want Sasha to win, but I think Bianca may win. DP? Um, you know, we already have Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley that were pretty much pegged in to carry their titles to WrestleMania. Somebody's got to lose theirs, and maybe this is the one where Bianca loses it and Sasha takes it. Um, maybe she doesn't you know, carry it all the way to WrestleMania, but... As we know, because as we know, Sasha Banks can't defend a title, um, but she can win them. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll take Sasha Banks here. I, I feel like Bianca's going to win it, but I'll take Sasha Banks. You know, Bianca won it at WrestleMania. Banks wins it at SummerSlam. We get the rubber match maybe next WrestleMania or something between them and, you know, close out the feud, or, or maybe it's sooner than that. But um, I could see this one, you know, getting to a third match. You know, each one wins one, wins a title, and then they, they bring it back for a third. Um, so I'll take I'll take Banks. All right, we're going to kick it into the SummerSlam lightning round. I'm just going to bring up some matches or a yes or no question or a one-answer question, and we're just going to keep going around until we're done here. This segment's brought to you by Andrew Belaz. I butt chug salt water all the time. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you sponsoring this segment. Uh, DWI does not condone or know the facts scientifically behind butt chugging. Please consult a doctor first. <laughs> Trying my best today, guys. AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bro. Do we have new champions in RK Bro? Yes or no? DP. Bro. Megs. Bro. AJ. Bro. Oh. Okay, stick with Kenny. Bro. All right, there we go. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Does Dewdrop get the pinfall? DP. Dewdrop does not get the pinfall. Eva Marie gets the pinfall, though. That was not what I asked you. Megs. Dewdrop does not get the pinfall. Lily the doll gets the pinfall. I did not ask that. <laughs> I give too much information. AJ. Bro. Kitty. Alexa Bliss wins. All right. All right. None of you answered the question. Around the horn. Just Drew McIntyre's sword get broken at SummerSlam? DP. <laughs> no. Bags. Don't hinder gender. This is you're 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 getting close to eliminating yourself like AJ Kenny. <laughs> no. All right, AJ, you're back. It's like around the Just horn. The <laughs> Silence him like around the horn. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Vince's sword. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Well, uh, Damian Priest, new United States champion. I'll even start this one. Yes. Kenny? Yes. AJ? Please, for the love of God. 
Megs? Oh, yeah, definitely. Danny. Yeah, brother. All right. Usos lose to the Mysterios and lose their titles. I say no. DP? No, they do not. Megs? No, they definitely do not. AJ? Bro? Bros win? Yeah, bros. Guinea? Uh, they don't lose their title. Usos retain. All right. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Who wins the match? I say Seth Rollins. DP? Oh, boy. Uh... Tony Chimmel wins. DP's got Tony Chimmel. Max. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. That, you know what I think that is that's a Becky Lynch mating call she might be showing up at your door oh, AJ? Edge. you got rid of superstar Kenny Kenny Kenny's lost it on the Becky Lynch mating call he's back though he's gonna pick a winner right now Edge all right last round the horn lightning style closing out SummerSlam when do we see Becky Lynch I will go with Monday. Yeah. Dan? Me? Sure. What, that your what? name's Dan, right? I guess. Royal Rumble. Megs? Tonight. Tonight. Baby. I like it. AJ? Smackdown. Smackdown? All right. All right, Pat McAfee. Kenny? <laughs> um... Yeah, I would say Monday as well. There we go. There we go. All right, there's your SummerSlam preview. We're going to take a break. And I don't know, AJ's going to take over the show. I think that's what's going to happen. You're listening to the DWI Podcast, episode 288, with Darren, the Big Fish, Mags Kirkby, and Kenny Slap Nuts Killer. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hey, 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 Tony, what time is it? Ah, there we go. It's phenomenal, funky facts. Also, I hate how well slap nuts Kenny killed. Like, Kenny, uh, that just worked too well. I don't know why it did, but it did. Rolls right up the tongue. Uh, it, it's the tip of the tongue. Teeth, the tip. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we got trivia again, as always. Because I, I thought I thought Dan with your new game we were gonna do it if we had multiple guests. So, so I'm like, are we not doing trivia? In a way, that's where you went wrong. You were thinking. <laughs> yeah, I, I was also at work. I wasn't drinking, so you know, I wasn't in the DWI mood. But anyway, if you're not drinking, you're not thinking. I don't necessarily know that, but we got trivia. See, we got and trivia. you were just thinking. Of, you were just thinking about it, and you've been drinking. Exactly. So three questions. Tony doesn't get to have a choice in any of them, so 
knew that was coming. Did, Max, did you win trivia when you were on? Have you won no, trivia? I, I went 0 3, I think. Oh, I, I think some, time for some redemption. Kenny, did you win trivia <laughs> when you were on? Oh, hell yes. That's right. You were fucking banned. How did you sneak back on the show? Because <laughs> I'm the best in the world. I love it. I love it. Oh, All right. boy. Make All it right. Mags, door number one, door number two, or door number three? Seeing as I'm going to come last, I'll take the last door, number three. <laughs> All right. And as per always, I know Tony and Dan know, since it's still the biggest party of the summer, we still got a bunch of SummerSlam questions, and this is the last of the SummerSlam questions. What was the special match type between The Rock and Billy Gunn at the 1999 SummerSlam? Uh, yeah. The special match type. Because you got to think about one of the competitors in the match. And no, it was not the most electrifying match in all sports entertainment. All right. All right. Let's see them answers. Tony says, "Kiss my ass, match." So does Kiss Max. Kiss my ass. So does Dan, and I believe Kenny as well. Yep. Yes. Kiss my yes, ass. Yes, yep. Yep. Everyone got a point. It is a kiss my ass match, which The Rock won against. The season asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Max said he's an asshole. <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh. Dear right. Billy. <laughs> All right. Dan, I assume you want the deuce. Let Kenny pick it. All right, Kenny, you want door number one or door number two? I will take door number one. Uh, I knew I didn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, door number one. What was the main event? Of SummerSlam 2009. Yeah. We're, we're oh, thinking yeah. real random. Oh, no, that wasn't. Because with Tony and Dan, when they answered questions, this was also the first SummerSlam I ever watched on pay-per-view. Damn it. Two years, I think. Yeah, I think I'm like... I wasn't watching wrestling at all in this period, so I am just <laughs> guessing. <laughs> all right. Throw it out. <laughs> all right. Tony says HBK versus Cena. Dan says Lesnar versus The Rock. Kenny says Cena versus Orton. Kirkby says this shield face off. Uh, no, actually. And I'll go back to it for... A tiebreaker, just in case. It was our good old buddy who debuted on Rampage yesterday, CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy. So we did main event pay-per-views. He's lied to me all these years. 
<laughs> he just never made a a uh, mania. That was it. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! More whining from one Phil. Cry me a river. Yeah, cry, cry, <laughs> cry me. <laughs> All right, Dan, good deuce. Drop that deuce. That's right. All right. Trivia knowledge is the drizzling shit, Dan. <laughs> and I didn't even have dipping dots. Ooh, watch that day. All right. Before they went to the Barclays Center, another area took home of SummerSlam from 2008 to 2014. What was the city or the building? I'll I'll give points to whoever says either the city or the building that it was in. SummerSlam was in the same place for six years. Yes, it was. What what uh? Oh, we know what time um, frame, what year frame that was? Did you say 2008 yeah. to 2014. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. I'm going to say it. Oh, actually, I want bonus points for this shit. <laughs> I want bonus <laughs> points for this shit. Kenny calling a shot. Because I have a fun little uh, tiebreaker other than the CM Punk party one. I'm saying this, and I'm probably going to be wrong. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, you're so confident. It's like, it was in this area. I think I know where it was at. Yeah, man. Go hard or go home, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's see. Where was SummerSlam? Uh, Tony says LA. the Staples Center. Mag uh. says LA. Kenny also says the LA Staples Center. And Dan, I didn't even see where the fuck you even said. Oh, I said the United Center. You said the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome, right uh, here. <laughs> yeah, so the other three got it, not you, Dan. Yes. It was in the Staples Center. Right. Now we need a tiebreaker. Yeah, we do. Really? Not what, was, lost already. what was the match that CM Punk and Jeff Hardy uh, faced off for the World Heavyweight Championship? What was the match type in that 2009 main event? Ooh, ice cream bar and a pole, man. No, okay. In this freezer. isn't WCW. In a freezer match. That sucks because I know this. Bagwell on a forklift. Thank you, Kenny, for reminding me of that drizzling shit. <laughs> um. Oh, this I was about to say, Dan, Dan, you can like go get yourself a drink. Fuck off, Kenny's not perfect. Can eat shit. Big bag of shit. Kenny, if your if your pen's not working, I'll let them answer, and then you can say your answer. I know the answer. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. Let's see them then. Tony says TLC. Ladder match. Oh, they still got a tie. Kenny say ladder match. We still got a tie. It's a ladder match, right? No, it was TLC. Oh. Another saying you jammy get. <laughs> wow. He winged it. He winged it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, once my... again, once again, the Brits are taken down by an American. TheChairShot.com. Always 
Use your head. Let's go. What do you mean? What do I mean? It's the last thing we're going to talk about today, and it is the last big event of this crazy professional weekend of wrestling. NXT TakeOver 36, gentlemen. Uh, first, let's start with the fact that they, they flip-flopped. They, they said, we're going to put SummerSlam on Saturday and NXT TakeOver 36 on Sunday. I, why do you guys think they did that, Kenny? Well, Pacquiao, or it's meant to be Pacquiao versus Spence, which is, uh, you know, it's a big fight. Um, so they want to piggyback on that. Makes sense. It makes a yeah. very good business sense. Um, yeah. So that's the reason why, I reckon. Yeah. Nick Khan right. said as much in, uh, in a, uh, one of the earnings calls. He said that uh, Vegas is a Friday and Saturday night sitter, and they're looking to do more Saturday night pay-per-views in, in the future. So, yeah, absolutely makes sense. Yeah, and I think a lot of fans are pretty much down with that as well. You know, the large majority of people work Monday morning and staying up Sunday night is is way less, uh, you know, appeasing than Saturday night. So, all right, let's get into the card. We got six matches. Let's start with that NXT UK Championship being defended by Walter. <laughs> Kenny, I already see you rubbing your hands together. What do you see happening here? Oh, man. This match last year, I, I don't even think I could match even of the year. Of explaining the year. how amazing this match was. Um, and to have it on the stage is amazing. This should be main event. Like, it's not going to be, but this should close the show because it will leave people messed up. Anyway, um, Ilya Dragunov is winning this. Ilya Dragunov is winning this. He should win this. He's conducted himself so well ever since that first match. Um, and I think bringing him over the way they've done, they've done it, having him on TV, talking, being intense like he normally is, and that prime target, oh my God, if you're going to sell a match, that's the way to sell it. So Ilya Dragunov is taking that match down. I think it's going to be a stiff-as-hell match, closer to New Japan that WWE can even think of getting. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a sight. So I definitely recommend people to watch it. This, is gonna, this isn't going to be a sleeper. This should be match of the night. Go ahead, Megs. Yeah, I, I've got to echo everything that, that Kenny just said. Last last time these went one-on-one, it was match of the year, without a shadow of a doubt. If they even get a close to that uh, on the on the big stage of a, a proper NXT takeover, yeah, it's going to be uh, absolutely amazing. I'm going with Dragunov as well, but only because, for me, the timing looks like that. Walter's contract might be up. I mean, he's been champion for over two years. Um, he, he said he never really wanted to move to the States. I think this, this, this potentially is last hurrah with uh, NXT UK, um, which if you're going to go out go out with a bang and put over someone like Ilya Dragunov, I mean, I hope he signs another contract. I hope he ends up saying, I hope he comes to, um, to the US more often. But yeah, either way, this match is going to slap DP, do you know what that means when Meg said this match is going to slap? Is that like uh, slap nuts? Like, can you kill her? Slap nuts? <laughs> That's all I got. It's going to be banging. <laughs> oh, I know that. It's going to be a, a bop. A bangers and mash. Not a food or something, right? <laughs> this is yes, going to be yes, a bangers sausage. Bangers and mash is sausage. It's going to be a potatoes, sausage. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm with both of you guys on the... <laughs> Um, yeah, I see Dragunov really winning this thing, too. Piss out of that. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, Max, I hope I, I if Walter does resign a contract, I'm I'm hoping that they, you know, can convince him to come to the States. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think this is the time like to bring him up to the, you know, main roster. Uh, you know, he could do some damage there. He's 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 the big guy that look- Vince loves, so Come up and lose to Goldberg, all sorts of stuff waiting for him. <laughs> lose his first match to Jeff Hardy, that'd be amazing. <laughs> be great. Um, yeah, I just I'm looking forward to this match as well. I, th- I think it's just gonna steal the show, and yeah, I'm with Dragonoff winning this thing. I think it's time for, you know, whether he's done or not. Um, you know, I just I hope this is a time for him to move to the main roster if he's gonna move and go somewhere and do something. Uh, this is it. So. It's time to time to make the change. Maybe he'll just let his contract expire and hang out with Minoru. What do you think, AJ? No. No? I, I, I don't know if people the have new, noticed this. The newest addition of the odd couple? Suzuki yeah. and Walter? Little, mm-hmm. little, you know, the new mis- the next uh, wrestling. Could you no. imagine Walter singing Kazanina Ray like just on the apron? Kazanina <laughs> <laughs> Ray. What the? F- <laughs> All he needs is an Italian, and he has an axis of righteousness. Holy crap! All right, we didn't need to go there. Oh. There's, oh. Enough There's enough genocide talk on Radio Techers. Wow. That's true. But I agree with everyone here. Ilya has to be the next champion for the United Kingdom, for the NXT UK, because I don't know if people have noticed, Walter, I'm not saying he's declining, but he's showing cracks in the armor. He's showing that he's actually human and not just Big Von Volta. He's actually showing, like, I'm getting exhausted, holy crap, why? And Ilya's going to take advantage of that. He's going to see, it's like, He's a little fatigued right now. I'm going to use a little more speed and agility to make sure that he's more winded. And speaking of matches that are going to slap, just like this match, Volter's slap probably won't do that much damage now because he's that winded. I don't know. I still still wouldn't want to take one. I know. God, no. Neither do I. He does it the (laughs) old school way where he chops through. He doesn't stop like... Right on the chest. Oh yeah, I got you. No, he goes. Man, I've taken a top of the Yeah. Let's talk about a different. Let's talk about a different championship match. The million dollar championship match. You know, the problem I have here is I, I think LA Knight's gonna win, but if Ted DiBiase becomes LA Knight's butler, he'd actually have to upgrade his suits. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you ragging on my boy Ted, man? Come on, man. <laughs> Gotta leave Ted alone. <laughs> All right, Kenny, talk to me about your boy Ted. Let me talk to you. No, um. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. At first, I was a bit skeptical about the storyline, and then I thought, actually, nice. Nah, it's, it's 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 okay because at the end of the day, it's scale on some kind of truth with you know with um with uh, Cameron Grimes but uh, this is definitely a way to get Cameron Grimes more over he's a character he is really good in the ring and I think this feud has allowed him to be you know quite creative in um in his acting I suppose um as as well so and what better way for DBRT uh, to come in by helping to get someone over um I think uh Cameron Grimes will win um and I think um this will shoot him now to just be a, a baby face and uh yeah 
we'll see what happens after this. I think uh, LA Knight's got one over on him, Ted DiBiase, for quite a while now. So time to, you know, turn the tables. Let's go to our resident LA Knight, Mark, AJ Belaz. Yeah, let me talk to you, dummy. So <laughs> here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get that son of a bitch, Cameron Grimes, and, you know, he's not going to do a damn thing against it. And we're going to get that old fuddy-duddy over there, you know, Ted DiBiase, the whole <laughs> Yeah, they're going to be my personal, but no, I'm kidding. Cameron Grimes winning makes a lot more sense in this. As much as I love LA Knight, Eli Drake, Sean Ricker, whatever you want to call him, as much of a fan I am, I if I can see Cameron Grimes winning this and it's just like LA Knight's like beside himself, like, no, 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 that wasn't supposed to happen. DiBiase put the million dollar dream on me. That, that, that right there, that's a dummy move. And that's not an insult. That's just a fact of life. I think you named Dr. Seuss's next wrestling book a fan I am. Uh, Megs. Your thoughts here? Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the crowd and say Cameron Grimes wins this. Uh, for me, LA Knight, as good as he is, he he's the most main roster style wrestler on NXT for me. I think he do, I I don't see him fitting in NXT for too long. So I think he loses this match, loses this title, turns up sometime probably on Raw um, in the next few weeks, and we see Cameron Grimes taking that belt. <laughs> To the moon. <laughs> wow, and I thought I was going to avoid shit like that by skipping the big show sheet today. DP, never. This is a this is a this is a cooking show and a uh, you know singing you know podcast. So it, it no, it's like yeah when the when the podcast police came to me and they're like you need to mark the boxes at least one you can mark mark as many as you like but. You need to tell us what kind of podcast this is. The big check went on cooking, and the small check went on karaoke, as DP said. Yeah. So there you go. the The problem, I, I mean, I, I really like this whole feud, this whole story that's been going on. It's easy because you're beautiful. The, the, I love the story. The, the thing I hated is that neither of these two guys need a mouthpiece. And you got Ted DiBiase stuck in this thing who would be a good mouthpiece. But none of these, these guys are great. You know, Cameron Guy's hilarious. And he's great on the mic. Ellie Knight's great on the mic. You don't need DiBiase in this thing. So it's hard for me to really pick where they're going with it. Because he, he doesn't need to be in this feud, really. Um, I'm going to go with the swerve. I like the idea of... Ted DiBiase turning on Cameron Grimes and joining with L.A. Knight for a little while, even though I know L.A. Knight knocked him out to take the million-dollar belt, but why the hell not? You know? He doesn't need to be on Cameron Grimes' side. Ted DiBiase's better as a heel anyway, so let him be the heel and be on that side of things, and we keep it going for a little while, and Cameron Grimes can move on to something else, too, because I just I don't see how he fits in this whole feud, and I'll just I'll, I'll go off the wall on this one, I guess, and say he he turns, even though he wouldn't necessarily become the butler because he's going to be on LA Knight's side. So both of them will be you know telling Grimes what to do. All right, folks. Well, you've heard of a TED talk. You might get a TED turn on Sunday. We're going to take one quick break. We have three mass matches to talk about. Three 
three last matches to talk about as I work on my enunciation. We'll be right back. DWI Podcast, Chairshot Radio Network, Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. I butt chug salt water all the time. Let's not forget the lightning round was brought to you by one Andrew Snowflake Balls. Balas. Yeah, remind me to hit him later. That's up to you. He's a lot bigger than you. I don't, you know, you do what you got to do. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into it. I want to save Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole for last, considering there could be uh, a good way to describe that match using the word last. Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai's time, Megs? Ah. Uh. I'm fully team kick. I love Dakota Kai from all her character uh, arc in, in NXT. But this Raquel Gonzalez's time as champion for me hasn't been isn't done. I think um, Dakota may be main roster bound pretty soon. And this is a, a hurrah for her. Like, uh, thanks for everything you've done. Here's your title shot. Now piss off. Uh, and then we get Frankie Renee taking on Raquel Gonzalez afterwards. So, yeah, Raquel wins. DP? I'll take the opposite. I'll say it's Raquel Gonzalez's time to move up to the main roster. Yeah, Meg, thanks for coming on, and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a American phrase to use that you didn't know, I'd use it. Uh, yeah, I'll say uh, Dakota Kai is time to uh, win the title and, and hang on to it for a while. And Raquel Gonzalez, you know, she, I think she's got the look and, and the physique to be on the main roster. And, uh, I, you know, with, with uh, you know, a draft looming and, you know, all that coming up, I think uh, she'll be ready to go. So I'll take Kai. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. English came from England. AJ, what do you think? That doesn't sound right. I don't know. I don't, well, well, well. I don't know about that, dude. Uh, as long as Dakota Kai doesn't sell the worst powerbomb ever, like it's WrestleMania 11, I, I think Raquel keeps this and dakota kai does move up to the main roster you don't want to see her plop around like an electrocuted fish i mean the rock i'm pretty sure this is going to be exactly like wrestlemania 11 it's my thing kenny looks like he's taking this match really seriously kenny please tell me what's going on in your head here no i'm just thinking about um you know what you guys have been saying about which one could really go to the main roster because my initial thoughts were that raquel would would win but um I'm starting to think, you know, who is ready for the main roster? And I think Raquel needs a bit more seasoning um, with a few people down in, uh, in NXT. NXT still have a number of women that they need to unleash. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that it's time for someone to, to get moved on. And it's probably going to be Dakota. So, big mommy cool, keeping the title. Mags with the visual there. He knows when you're seasoning food, you do it from up high. You get better distribution throughout the pan, the pot, so or whatever. Kenny's got it too. A little dash, a pinch, whatever. All right. Uh, sticking with the, with the titles. Samoa Joe, your next NXT and once again NXT champion, DP? Well, that seems to be the way they're going now that they're having Karrion Cross, you know, having matches on Raw. It just seems like, okay, well, they're. 
they're moving them up without even moving them up, right? So, uh, you know, minus Scarlet. So that'd be interesting to see if they, you know, are waiting to bring her up and then keep them with, you know, keep her with Cross or not. Because I think Cross loses a lot if she if he doesn't have Scarlet doing the intro and, and being around there. So uh, maybe they were just, you know, toying with things to see how what kind of reaction he gets on the main roster by himself. And again, I, I, I like the idea of Samoa Joe winning this thing and them moving cross up and bring it, hopefully bring it Scarlet with him. Cause I think he really needs that. So, or maybe they just decided, you know, give him a couple shots and go, uh, you know, maybe he's not ready, but, uh, I like, I like Joe winning this thing. Well, I read DP in the filthiest gathering of words and sentences that they could be saving Scarlet come up and kind of show use her like an urn like the undertaker was winning when he had the urn and oh losing. yes it's yeah. <laughs> man i can tell you what mags and aj will be uh they're going to be booked they're, they're going on tour it's the voices of darren mags kirkby and aj balaz uh send 9.95 plus shipping and handling and you'll get your uh you'll get your tickets for that uh site to be determined go ahead mags fire away yeah, I mean, look at these two guys' trajectories. We had Joe in a poncho in the rain at WrestleMania and Karrion Cross being an absolute killer. And now we're going to see Joe as NXT champion and Karrion Cross is going to lose to Humberto Carrillo on Raw. Brilliant. I love it. <laughs> uh, Joe comes out of this as champion. Karrion Cross goes and jobs on Raw. AJ. I'm absolutely dead thinking about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, and he's back. There he goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm back up. Yeah. Samoa Joe's winning this. Karrion Cross. I, I mean, he's already on Raw. He's He'll be fine, I guess. But it's Raw. So, Kenny, you don't you don't watch Raw. How do you think this is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what's going to happen. Samoa Joe's going to win. Karrion Cross will go on Raw. Well, he is already on Raw, but he'll he'll stay on Raw, and we'll see Scarlett on Monday. I think they've saved her because they want some you know some form of surprise, I suppose, to interject her into a match um, that he then wins. And then here is Scarlett. This is who I am, and yada yada yada. Now they've got promo, you know, they've got uh, material for promos and so on and so on, and vignettes and all that shit. So I think, uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. By the way, what a shit intro to main roster. How dire. Like, they could have done so much more with that. Videos, vignettes, like, everything. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, I won't run about that. Little Birdie told me me somebody needed to be humbled. I, I guess you can say with all of our picks so far, for carrying crosses, title reign, TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. That's such a great tagline. Hey, you! Everyone will fall and pray. I, are we fighting or going to church? Did someone fart again? Like it's just a bunch of crap to me, right? Like, yeah. Take the gladiator skirt off. You know, just go out there and and. All right, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Uh, Kyle uh, O'Reilly. Apparently, and, and, yeah, uh, right. carrying cross is a fart again, Christian. <laughs> now I regret letting you go. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> don't don't rimshot him. It's terrible. It's like so bad you need to just save it. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. My question to you, gentlemen, and AJ, I'll come right back to you. 
Is this Adam Cole's last match in NXT? Or is this Adam Cole's last match in WWE? Oh, I no. feel like... Oh, no. It's a very important question. Uh, I think this is his last match in NXT. I, I, I think they got the money to make sure Adam Cole goes up to the main roster. Like I said, I still want to see the feud where he goes to SmackDown, proves himself, and he has an entire thing with Pat McAfee just shit-talking him in the ring while McAfee's on the announce. It's like, oh, all right, he, he seems a little mad at me. I don't know why. I mean, it seems like he's got a short temper, and you just hear, you're doing the same damn short <laughs> jokes the entire time, Pat. Stop. And then yeah. we have a Fuck match. You, Pat. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. He's an angry little elf. <laughs> but, Go ahead, DP. Yeah. Fire off there. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same boat there. Um, I like... This is the last match for Adam Cole in NXT. I see him coming up to SmackDown because they have that. I mean, I said it a while, a while, while back that they have this all ready to go now that Pat McAfee is, you know, on on the commentator's booth that you have this built in whole, you know, Bret Hart, Jerry Lawler thing all over again, basically, where he just, you know, you know, they started that feud that way. And, you know, you could easily get that going. You know, Adam Cole could immediately give you a contender for Roman Reigns to have a match as they move to WrestleMania. You can have a I would one bet for that. Ton, I would bet a whole shit ton of my own money, not just your money, my own money that Roman Reigns will never ever be in a world championship match at any fucking time against the tiny little person known as Adam Cole. Never fucking happen ever. He had it with never, the tiny little ever, person ever. called Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Like, I'm an organ donor. I'll become a limb donor if this fucking happens. Like, you get an arm, <laughs> you get a leg. Someone's going to have to deal with this between their legs. I've had to deal with it for long enough. You know, I'm going to be a limb donor. Wow. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> you Come on. You think Vince is putting Roman Reigns against Adam Cole? I totally could see him doing that. stands for penal cutting. Yeah, well, that's... apparently in the, in the meeting, Vince Vince uh, really loved Adam Cole. So the problem he'll is happily feed Adam Cole to to the big dog. Yeah, you can hang upside down from the doorway for as many hours as you want. He's not getting taller, Megs. It's not happening. Listen, we've seen four foot eleven wrestlers be world champion before. <laughs> what? Hey, Rey Mysterio was a champion. He beat JBL yeah, on one occasion. <laughs> the biggest underdog in the world until until Teeny Tan Adam Cole turns up. Wow. <laughs> so what are you talking him. about? Adam Cole's I six just, feet uh, tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, I actually I actually uh, uh tweeted a picture to our our good friend Ray. Um it said that Adam Cole was billed as six foot and uh, Zach Sabre Jr. was billed as six foot and there's at least at least seven inches difference between both those guys. I'm like, this guy's a fucking midget, believe. <laughs> it's it's that suspension of disbelief, Kenny. Jump in here. Uh yeah, it's a tough one. Um, you know, there's obviously words on the on the sheets saying that, you know, Vince has had a meeting with him and stuff and offered him this money and 
But is it is it just about the money though? You know, unless if it was me, unless I'm getting creative assurances that I'm actually going to be used, I'm going to AEW because I know I'll have creative freedom and you know I'll be in big matches. So it is what it is. But I, um, you know, echo you guys' thoughts. I think he's going to go to SmackDown. It's going to be his last match um, on NXT. He'll go SmackDown, and I think his first feud won't be with Pat McAfee, but it will be with Kevin Owens. Oh, that's not. I like. I like yeah, that a lot. I like that. All right. Good little ROH reunion. We're coming to the end of our time today, and I have I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I want to thank you, Megs and Kenny, both you guys, not just for coming on the show, but for being good friends and, and, and super fun to work with. Always enjoy conversating with you guys and, and listening to your opinions, unless they're different from mine, then you suck. Um, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't just be totally nice walking out the door here. I want to go around the horn and give everybody – Take 30, 45 seconds and just whatever's on your mind in the world of professional wrestling, first and foremost, whether it's this weekend or moving forward. And I'm going to I'm going to let AJ go first. Cool. Uh, AW is looking like it's going a little higher than usual. We probably won't be watching it regardless, but it seems like it's actually getting some headway. It actually looks like it's doing good. I actually watched Jericho with the whole no entrance. That actually gave me chills listening to the entire crowd sing Judas. So I I feel like they're doing things right. Just execute it better. DP? Uh, well, enjoy one hell of a weekend of wrestling because you got SummerSlam and NXT. So you should have some really good wrestling to, to watch, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, Kenny, you mentioned the whole going to AEW because you can have creative control uh, and a lot of stuff. Boy, that's... That just, again, sounds so familiar to uh, one former WCW who they kept going there because they could have some control, and that didn't work out very well either. So, you know, I, I hope it's not, it just – I understand the difference between the two companies, but I hope, you know, these, these superstars and wrestlers think about it and, you know, do what's best for them, whichever way they go, because um, <laughs> it could fall down the toilet really quickly. Um, but – just enjoy this whole weekend. I think it's going to be amazing. I think we get a lot of fun. You know, you get SummerSlam on a Saturday, so enjoy it. Monday Night Raw will be better than everything you've watched this weekend. Mags? Well, I won't be watching Monday Night Raw, so I can't I can't confirm no. or deny that. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to kind of piggyback off what DPP uh, says. Laugh now. Get you, and I told you so from Tony later. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback uh, and, and and broaden it really and just say enough of this imaginary war internet wrestling community. It was only devised to sell dirt sheets and behind paywall new subscriptions. Listen, enjoy what you want to enjoy. Don't enjoy what you don't like. Don't, don't worry about what the other side is doing. If you like what's happening on your show, then you enjoy it. Here, end of the lesson. Yeah, I mean, shit. If, if you don't like it, change the batteries in your remote and utilize that motherfucker. Kenny, take us home. Uh, so, yeah, um, AEW, I've been watching it for, you know, for a few weeks. And it is actually, it's an enjoyable show um, in, in the most because, one, this, you know, the crowd is nuts um, and they're in more arenas. I just hope um, and wish that uh, NXT, you know, that's my day one. And I hope NXT kind of goes on to another le a level 
without Vince touching too much of it. Um, but, you know, it's wishful thinking. Um, but, yeah, again, just, like, enjoy this weekend. It's going to be good. You're going to get loads of different things from different matches. Um, and, yeah, um, I just want to also say that just look out for um, Odyssey Jones. I think he's going to be a star in the future. Um, he's got the charisma already. Just needs to get it down in the ring. WWE have some amazing wrestlers in um, the PC, and I'm just can't wait for people to get their chance to move up to the main roster to let these next guys come through. There's some really good guys coming through. So yeah, let's just watch this space. Um, yeah, enjoy what you want to enjoy. Just like what Mag says, um, it's all good for wrestling fans. So yeah, let's uh, just keep enjoying what we're watching. Excellent commentary, thoughts, opinions, analysis today, conversation. Like, this was really fun, guys. I appreciate it. Um, you can follow me at PC Tunney on Facebook and Twitter. Make sure you're checking out Chairshot Radio Network. Three content drops every single day. They're all brand new. You can find that on all your favorite streaming platforms and at thechairshot.com. Head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick yourself up a T-shirt. Get it in soft style. Spend the extra five bucks. Your epidermis. Well, thank you. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. DP, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at It's Me, DPP. And make sure you're also following the A Winner Is You podcast on Twitter and Facebook at A Winner Is You, the letter U. A Winner Is You, where we always use our head and we never forget that the cake is a lie, AJ. That is true. That damn pesky portal games i'm kidding but you know what you i thought all... like marbled bread when i was young it looked like it was chocolate and then i would like you know the dark like the rye with the little like like uh, milk chocolate like in it, but it's world yeah yeah it's... It's bread right so like i'm a kid and i'm at the restaurant and i'm like oh big bite oh no that was that was wrong oh Sorry. you don't like pumpernickel it's different no i said the cake is a lie not the cake is a rye yeah, hey. but still, apparently PC Tony doesn't like pumpernickel bread. For nickel, but I don't like pumpernickel. It's like yeah. fart goblin, I think. No, that's, all right, just keep going. Anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at phenomenalajb, ajb in all capitals. You can also find me on thechairshot.com because you will see me doing SummerSlam and NXT this weekend. Of course, I have to watch NXT. My boy LA Knight's on there, but. You can find AJ anywhere on thechairshot.com. And we might have a little more fun going forward because I know there's some talk that we might do some more stuff going on. But that's neither here nor there. That's very true. We might do more stuff. That is true. In fact, we will do more stuff, Mags. How about you? Where's your stuff? Well, my stuff is right here on the chair shot, so definitely go back in the archives. Or if you can't be bothered, wait till like the early part of next week where I'll be bringing a change in attitude where we discuss the attitude era of Raw and how really terrible 1996 Raw was. Like It was truly awful. Uh, and then we have five rounds where we, uh, uh, Carlos and I will uh, discuss the, the, the latest goings on in UFC. And then I'm on the uh, midweek mainstay uh, head trauma with uh, our boy It's Ray Cash on Thursdays. And then if you still haven't got enough of me, because why would you have had, you can check me out with all my content on Radio Techers. Uh, so yeah, come and uh, join the fun. Follow me on Twitter at PodfatherMags. Uh, it's always a fun time. I am a 100% fan of Radio Techers very much. Um, Just for the genocide suggest- talk. 
Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's a it's an added bonus. I mean, it's like the frosting <laughs> on the Radio Checkers cake. But uh, yeah, I mean, you and Matt and Tanner do a great job. Ori on changes too. You guys are all excellent. She, she carries us. Ori is the best. Get Ori on this show. You should book her on this show. Yeah, I will. She she's very. I think she fits in because she's already giving me shit on Twitter. Shout out to Ori, <laughs> Kenny. Take us uh, so home, you can find me on all the socials of at Kenny Killer. You can also find me that's at Dadcast WTMD stands for Dadcast with the man name. Um, again, uh, radio show, podcast, share, um, giving fathers a platform to share their experiences uh, that they have with their children. Um, yeah, and just want to give a quick shout out for uh, OSW Review. If those of you who love old school wrestling, I swear down, it's the most funniest YouTube show by these irish geezers i've ever seen in my life so yeah the next uh era arc they're doing is ultimate warrior in wcw and you know that's hilarious so yeah make sure you check that out um yeah and just yeah again if you want to hit me up that's at kinney killer on twitter thanks guys for having me on as always oh thank you thank you mags gp and aj they they just won't fucking go away uh but you know that's the way it is. Uh, we're moving along. Everybody have a great weekend for SummerSlam. And I just want to let everybody listening know that you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D-W-I. I get a new headset and you want to blow it out right away. Yeah, a little Connecticut ragate end the show, huh? What do you think about that? Little little peat gas in church, if you will. Little mean streak. Mean streak. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.